Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys for the second time today. Uh, again, if you haven't been joining us, days that I'm live at training camp, I'm going live for just like a real quick, no notes. These are some instant takeaways from training camp. And then I'm coming back later on today. This is part two, uh, where I go through the notes with you guys. Um, I've got about four pages of scrabbles <laughs> today was a big note day it was an absolute blast uh had a great time hung out with brad and steph sanchez for the majority of practice day which was awesome uh, after practice it was hilarious i don't think it's funny but 
Raj with our uh, 40 RSF Niners. He had a flat tire, so we well, all the content creators kind of got together and changed his tire, which was a fun process. And uh, anyway, great day, great people. Practice was incredible. First day of pads. How could you not be excited? You know, I remember as a player, when it was first day of pads, you were just like, ah, trigger happy. You're, you're ready to freaking go. And I don't know if you saw this, but the thumbnail for this video, if, you, if you're listening audio-wise, um, probably the thumbnail I'm most proud that I've ever made, which is a weird thing. I used the Warriors movie, uh, Warriors come out to play, right? That one. And so I adapted that to the Niners came out in full pads, which I don't know, the nostalgia, the movie, whatever. I'm sure I hope somebody in my age bracket saw that and was like, yes. Um, if not, that's okay. If it, if I'm the only one that enjoyed that, hopefully it was worth the you know, 20 plus minutes it took to make that, but that's okay. Um, love all of the hashtag CC's countdown crew in the building. David says, I've been waiting for this all day. I was amped driving to practice, woke up excited. It's just some things are just so easy to get jacked for, you know what I mean? And you felt it with the 49ers. Fred Warner is always a level 10. That's just who he is, his persona. Whenever he came to our event for the draft, the dude was level 10. Uh, it, like, you know, you, you enter into these agreements with these players and their agents and, hey, we're, this is what we want. This is what we want to do. Okay, cool. And you sign off on, like, the hours and all that stuff. Fred finishes his time. You know, he could have just peaced out and went and hung out in Vegas. He says, hey, man, can I stick around and just hang out with you guys and announce some raffles? And it was like, uh, yes, Fred Warner, you can hang out for as long as you would like. We will not. <laughs> we're not going to ask you to leave. Uh, but it was just cool. That's just who he is. But he's always a tid. This one goes to 11. Uh, that dude was pumped up today. Uh, you know, before the one-on-ones and hitting drills all started, offense versus defense, Fred Warner got everybody together. The whole offense, defense, special teams, everybody got everybody together. You know, we couldn't hear what was being said out there, but the music is playing all that stuff. But it was just really, really cool. Um, it, it was really, really cool. Here we go. There's 349ers podcast at the same. That is great news, Kurt. That is wonderful news. You get to pick and choose. Hopefully, you listen to everybody, um, which is great. But yeah, you find your flavor, baby. And that is just a great thing. So it. It's funny because I still get reached out a lot on, hey, I want to start a Niners podcast. What are your thoughts, suggestions? Is it too late? Every single time I say it's never too late. If it's something you love and you're passionate about, then I think you should do it. I'm happy to help in any way I can. More the merrier. There's enough room for everybody to eat. Is it difficult to start a podcast now with 60-plus Niners podcast? Sure. But who am I to say we got too many? Jorn, thank you. He says, love the thumbnail energy. Ah, oh, that's what's up. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much, man. That is awesome. Uh, this is this is this today's a good day. Yeah, we got my man Matthew right here. What's up, man? Missed you out there today. But uh it's been fun. DC says, John, thanks for covering camp. Exciting times. I think it has been good. And you know, one of the things that I want to do, there's so many people out there covering camp and so many awesome qualified beat writers, content creators. I really hope that I bring something a little different. It's it's pretty hard to look away from the quarterbacks and team drill, but um, it, it, it's uh, yeah, it, it, it's 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 what it is. 
And so ho- hopefully something is there. Brandon says, I find myself reciting your HelloFresh ad. <laughs> oh, that's great. For my 17-year-old son when he was 17. Love it. Dude, that's cool. That is awesome. Um, yeah, he's no longer 17. He has moved out. That's just what it is. Uh, <laughs> look at this one. He says, what is your age bracket, by the way? My age bracket. Here we go. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to leave the little math up to you guys. Here's your challenge. When I asked for my Jerry Rice jersey, which entered my fandom for my stepfather in Dallas that I couldn't stand just to spite him, I was nine years old. That was the 1990 season. So uh, there you go. That That's that's where that is. Uh, Mike Gundy would refer to me as a man. Um, again, we're just we're going after all the inside jokes on this one, and we'll see here. Mike, he nails it. What's up? Mike knows what's up. Yeah, 40 years old, happy. Young 40, that's what I say. That's what I say. Shache, now you're dropping Spinal Tap? Yes. Somebody got the Spinal Tap reference. Um, Love John Lentz press conference, says Josh. Yeah, they kind of switched it up a little bit. They went live beforehand, and it was interesting. Probably my favorite thing that I took away from that was Deshaun Jameson, undrafted free agent out of Texas, hook him. Um, They're going to start working him out at nickel. That dude belongs. There, there's no doubt. Ayuk brought him up without even being asked. Um, he shows on. He shows. He belongs. Don't know what that corner rotation will look like. You know, Daryl Luter Jr. has been on the sideline. You know, he's still on the pup. He's looking fine. He's doing all the drills. He's doing back and forth. And there might be a knee bruise there. I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just saying I'm not quite so sure he's going to be coming off anytime soon. Because there is great cornerback competition currently. Um, I don't know how high he can go. But my number one thing that I took away from the Lynch press conference is I want to know who's playing what positions. That That's huge for me. And so, yeah, it, we'll, we'll see what that looks like. But, yeah, it's we'll see. Oh, what's up, Matthew? There we go. I'm getting my partner in crime back. Matthew's helping me out at training camp a lot. man. He's got binoculars. He's helping me out. Uh, there's so many things going on. There's no way you can catch it all, uh, even though you want to. David, he says, I know Sam and Trey have been getting second-team reps, but do either look good enough to take the job from Brock? Man, it's interesting. Today was a great day for quarterbacks, and they just got better, 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 better. And so whenever all three quarterbacks have good days, it's pretty damn hard to gain ground. Whenever all three quarterbacks have bad days, it's pretty hard to gain ground. And so when the eye test, you can look and see Trey Lance or Sam Darnold balling out and then Brock rotates in and plays bad, that would be one thing. That's not what happened today. All three quarterbacks, and that's the thing. Like, I'll I'll go through the details of training camp today and how they did. And, you know, I know a lot of people are putting out there this completion percentage and whatever else, and that's awesome. But – the three quarterbacks played well today. They seemed interchangeable with very different skill sets. And they do have very different skill sets. There, there's no doubt about that. But it didn't matter which quarterback was out there with the ones, with the twos. Didn't matter. There was success. Now, Brandon Allen, that's different. When Brandon Allen's out there, I'm not really paying attention at all to the quarterback position, which probably isn't kind of me. But, you know, again, back to John Lynch's press conference, right? The question was. Is it possible for you to keep four? <laughs> like, are you guys thinking about keeping four quarterbacks on the 53? And he says, yeah, those numbers, that'd be hard on the 53. But 
you know, in our building, meaning practice squad, I don't think Brandon Allen's going to make it to the practice squad. If Nate Sudfeld didn't make it to the practice squad, I don't think Brandon Allen will. That's just me. Um, right here, uh, David, he says, John, do you still have that Rice jersey? Oh, do I still have it? Are you kidding me? Now, I don't have it hanging up on the wall like I like I did back in my old spot. I haven't got everything set up yet. But, uh, yes, this will always be right next to where I do everything. And you can see it's it's been through it. Yeah, this is still the Rice jersey that I got back in the day. And, yeah, it, it's this is never <laughs> far from the mothership. It's just it's one and the same. It's just what it is. So, uh, David, I really do appreciate that question. Yeah. <laughs> What's the happy Gilbert? You always carry a puck in your pocket? Yeah. Why? Uh, it's always here. And also, look what I got in the mail today. This is exciting. These are rally tiles for the Pittsburgh game. So, I, I got 250 of these bad boys, which we're expecting a pretty big party for a 49ers rush road trip in the tailgate. So, I know they got their terrible towels. But, uh, yeah, so we got... We got some of these bad boys we'll be giving out in Pittsburgh. And if you want to come party with us, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. That's what's up. All right. I've waited long enough. And if you guys got questions, I'm rolling solo today. Go ahead and get those in. But I want to go through some of these Scribble Scrabble notes because I, the whole idea of this is I understand everybody cannot make it to practice. And training can't. I get that. I totally understand. So what is my job, right? Uh, community and making the fan experience better. So hopefully through going through some of this stuff, it might seem somewhat monotonous for some, but I want you to feel the things that fall through the cracks, um, things that aren't mentioned in write-ups and things that perhaps people aren't paying attention to. You know, again, I try to get their practice starts at 10:15. I try to get there about 45 minutes early because I want to see who's coming out first. I want to see who's totally into practice and all that stuff. And it's been the same damn player every time. Jair Brown, the rookie. He's the first one out every day. Every day he's been the first one out. Um, second was Avery Young. Third was Taylor Hawkins. Fourth was Quantrez Knight. So you're starting to see what happens in a defensive back room. You can't get outworked by the rookie. So if you're fighting for a spot, Avery Young, Taylor Hawkins, Quantrez Knight, you best get your ass out there. And so that's what's coming about. And I love that competition, man. We say it all the time. Iron sharpens iron and all those things. But whenever you got a young pup rookie coming to take your damn job and he's out there 20 minutes before you every day, getting extra work with the coaches. Yeah. Guess what? It's time to giddy up, buddy. Uh, which I like, I, I like to see that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
Now, defensive alignment drill. So whenever that goes, that's interesting. That you know, players take off their helmets. They got trash cans out there, and they'll break the offensive huddle just with helpers. A lot of them are kind of like college age kids, whatever else. And it's just practicing aligning to different things. Trips right, back away, motion across, jet sweep, doubles into, you know, 21 personnel, blah, blah. And so just adjusting all those things, uh, which I thought was interesting. Oren Burks, again, back-to-back days. Not He was dressed, but not taking part in team drills. DFF was the first Sam again, which, I, again, I don't like, but they love him there. They really, really do. Curtis Robinson was the backup Mike. Marcelino McCrary Ball was the backup Will. And then you had Jalen Graham to back up Sam Backer. And so you've got D winners that just kind of seems to constantly be a little behind the eight ball whenever we're talking about Curtis Robinson, Marcelino McCrary Ball, and DFF. Now, the problem is you've got Marcelino McCrary Ball and D winners fighting for that wheel spot now. And Marcelino McCrary Ball is also fighting for the Mike spot. So he's kind of doing double time. And I think that's huge. I, I think that's really, really important to see what that rotation for the backups and who they really, really like. Now, whenever they go out there on special teams, all those guys are starting on kickoff. So it's kind of hard to see where each player has the advantage in that linebacker room. It's just a lot. Um, it's a lot. Now, during pass rush drills, Jake Jackson, Drake Jackson, sorry, stood out big time. Just the athleticism, the fluidity. Uh, he was quick today. He looked really good out there. Now, during one-on-ones, he didn't shine too much, near as much as I was hoping for, but the speed is evident. The bend is evident. The athleticism is evident. So Drake Jackson, I really thought, you know, I was worried about <laughs> what Trent Williams say about him. He ate some weights. You know, if that agility or speed or, you know, burst would be lost, it is not. So it's good weight. Strong weight, strength, and I think it's it's starting to kind of transcribe to the field as well, which I'm excited about. So then they go one on ones, and you know, on you know, right in front of where we were, there were skill guys one on one. So somebody would get up there and run a route, and if it was you know a wide receiver, then a corner or a safety would get up there. If it was a running back or tight end, usually a linebacker or a safety would get up there. And so they've got like two lines. They throw this way, they throw that way, and they just rotate. So there's quarterbacks rotating, everybody's rotating. And it was physical. It was awesome. I absolutely loved it. So I'm going to walk you through just the one-on-ones that I watched, and I tried to take a note every time when a rep was happening, which means I miss reps. So like I'll watch these two players go. I try to jot down the you know summary of that. And then once I finish writing it down, you can't record during this time. So I'm doing that, and then I'm looking looking up for the next one. And I'm just trying to get – which you can't get them all, but hopefully this kind of tells a story for some players. So this was the one-on-one reps. Um, Yeah, DF, DFF, uh, Demetrius Flanagan fouls. He got a pass breakup against Mitchell on the very first play. Next up, Curtis Robinson gets a pass breakup against LeBorn. And so I'm just sitting here thinking, like, good Lord. These are backup defensive players. Just, again, where do I want the backup running backs to excel? I've been saying it nonstop. Pass catching and route running. It doesn't seem 
to be coming across. Jalen Graham got toasted by Le- um, Ronald Watt right after that, um, which stinks because Jalen Graham, that's where he needs to be successful is in coverage. Braden Willis, he defeated Hawkins with ease. I thought that was the best Braden Willis looked. He didn't get a lot of team reps, which I was really frustrated with. Seems like Dwelly and War- uh, Warner and Fumagalli were getting most of the reps today at tight end, but that was frustrating. Um, Hufanga, the number one rep of the day. Hufanga gets up and kind of presses Kittle, and they're just banging on this route, man. They are just hitting the, knocking the mess out of each other back and forth. Hufanga has them completely blanketed, perfect coverage, and Kittle still caught the ball. I, I mean, it was everybody was amped up on that one because it was best on best, most physical against most physical. And so, you know, it's hard to say, well, somebody won the route or lost the route. There was no loser there, but Kittle caught it. The, the coverage by Hufanga was unbelievable. Avery Young destroyed Dwelly, uh, literally put him on the ground one play. Mason, um, lots of separation versus DFF, but the pass wasn't good enough to be caught. Didn't see who threw the ball. Winters was toasted by CMC. That was a really bad rep, but CMC was toasting everybody out there, and they kind of pulled him out of drills because it was just not fair. Um, at, at the end of it, yeah, right here, Cameron Latu got space against Jair Brown, and I was like, oh, check out Latu. But then he drops a perfectly thrown ball, and then he terrible body language, hitting himself in the head, moping about it on the sideline instead of getting back. I thought Latu's had the worst practice. I've not seen positivity from him any way, shape, or form. Blown block um, in team drills, dropped pass, had a fumble later. Like I, if I had to say, like the one player that just doesn't seem right up here currently, it's Cameron Latu. Now. If I have to add some nuance to that, we knew this going in. We knew this going in. Cameron Lawtu, you're drafting what he will be, not what he is. And, you know, first week at the trading camp, is he, you know, getting rid of or bucking that narrative? He is not. He is not. Um, so I'm going to keep watching 81 and see what happens. But, I mean, literally, 101, 7-on-7 team, Man, it's just straight X's. Like, like it's hard to find a positive rep that I've seen. And to be fair, he's not getting a lot of reps. Not getting a lot of reps. Uh, Fumagalli, I thought, had a good day. Now, um, in one-on-ones with D-line and the O-line, I just have to be 100% truthful with you. The perspective, the vantage point that we had where they were was trash. It was damn near impossible to see the offensive linemen for a lot of these, so I just scratched a lot of them. Javon Kinlaw was the best player on the field today. On the field today. Nobody could stop him. They even lined him up at defensive end in one-on-ones and had him go against uh, tackles. It didn't matter. Javon Kinlaw was unblockable. Like, he at least five or six wins that I saw. And, you know, as I'm watching different parts of practice, Brad's next to me, and he's like, oh, Kinlaw did it again. Can't stop Kinlaw. And it just boom, boom, boom. So... Take that for what you want. Um, I know a lot of people hate them, but damn, if we could get that type of disruption, which we've been saying for years, but the eyes, you, you can't argue with what you saw today. There is nobody that was there at practice that would have said, you know, Kinlaw didn't just straight up kill it. I mean, it was dominating performance. I think the best player on the field today. I really do believe that. Um Wagey had keeps putting together good practices. The undrafted free agent on North Dakota State uh, would have had a sack yesterday. 
Um, he had a nice win. T.Y. McGill beat Burford on one thing, which Burford looked really, really good almost all day. But he did lose one rep there. Cleland got pancaked. I, I couldn't see who got him, but I saw Cleland get put on the ground. Pryor got a pancake. Pryor is somebody that pads came on and that dude popped um, several times today. Matt Pryor, who's going to probably be the swing tackle or maybe just backup right tackle. And a big reason why my concern for Colton McKivitz, who I thought had a decent day today, again, for linemen, you just don't want to, you don't want to notice them. You want boring linemen that just kind of, nah, you know, that that's what you want. But the fact that the Niners have two big swings at this spot with Colton McKivitz, who's the leader now, and Matt Pryor, who's got a lot of experience, and damn, he looked good today. I'm just not too concerned. Do I think that you're going to get elite level top five right tackle play? No. But the Shanahan scheme is by far one of the offensive linemen friendliest schemes in the NFL. And he's been here for a longer. And people forget, Colton McKivitz has been here longer than Jake Brindle, longer than Aaron Banks, longer than Spencer Burford. Has he been starting? No. But it's not like this is new for him. Not at all. I'm just, the Niners know what they have in him. And even if they're wrong and he's bad or gets hurt, Matt Pryor is not a bad backup. I, I really do like that number one, number two there. Um, I got Il Manning had a couple good reps, and he was kind of all over the place. They were playing him at guard, um, center, all kinds of stuff. Luciano was at uh, center. Um, Jalen Moore, he got off balance, lost to Barrett, which, again, another guy that just keeps showing up, Alex Barrett. Do I think he makes the 53-man roster? Nope. But I was under the impression before training camp, this is probably it for Alex Barrett. But that dude, he's back at his right position. Kerry Hyder and Alex Barrett got kicked inside last year when we had the five defensive tackle injuries to start the season. They were played out of position. So, yeah, last year sucked. One good. But that dude, he's... He's done something. His burst, I've never seen him with that much burst before. He is getting upfield. He is disruptive. I've seen it now in one-on-ones. I've seen it in team twice. He, he, he's showing out, especially against the, the threes uh, and the twos. Can he do it against the ones? I don't know. I don't know. So that's one-on-ones. They take a quick break. Then they come back at it. Then they do their very first team drill, which today was fun. Because I really felt like, man, we got so many team snaps. I thought practice ended twice. But, man, they just kept taking snaps, which was awesome. So then they go full team, 11-on-11, 11 11, full pads. And, you know, the quarterback rotations, it was Dar – I'm sorry. It was Brock Purdy got all the ones. Trey Lance got the twos. Then you had uh, – Brandon Allen got the threes. And they'd go back, Purdy once, swap out Lance for Darnold, then Brandon Allen. So that was kind of the rotation. And so it is weird. And people in the, the crowds kind of talking about it because it seems like Brandon Allen's getting more reps than Darnold and Lance on Brock Purdy days. And I, I would say it's pretty close to true. Pro probably not more, but it does feel that way because he's rotating in more often. But you got to remember when Brock's out, Sam and Trey are getting a lot more reps. Um, but, yeah, it's weird. I, I, I The question, I think, would become, well, are reps with the third team beneficial for Sam Darnold and Trey Lance? That's uh, a conversation that I think, you know, uh, we'll, we'll have to get into. 
Uh, real quick, let's jump uh, back into the chat. Sorry, I was kind of, you know, notes heavy there for a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's get uh, into this right here. I'm uh, not going to read that one. Oh, what's up, Johan? Uh, love from Ireland. Go Niners. Yes. Uh, um, Kenny says, yeah, it's early for Law 2. Very true. Nothing that I have seen would say he has warranted the third-round pick, but again, it's what he's going to be. Right here, Kurt says, imagine Kinlaw is a new type of defensive end. It was weird seeing him out there. But, um, yeah, he, he was killing it. Yeah, Ken Law's going against the ones. He's going against everybody. Um, he's that damn good. Shache, I love Ken Law. Still wearing his jersey with pride. Hope he can just stay healthy. That's the new thing. That is the new new thing. What's up, Asan? He says that Ken Law lives up to his potential. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, it, it's what, What's to say? They can't kill you if you're already dead. They can't kill you if you're already dead. Anything he gives is bonus. That's it. That's it. Um, so I'll take that. I'll take that. Let's see here. Uh, going through, going through. Right here, Middlecoff said Danny Gray got frustrated by lack of downfield throws today. Well, the second play of team, I got it right here. First play of team, Debo hit a jet sweep. And I told everybody, like, you know, I kept getting asked, what about Debo? What about Debo? What about Debo? And I was like, his game's not going to flash in shorts and shirts. That's not what he does. He doesn't generate separation. He's tough. He's physical. Pads came on. First play, jet sweep Debo, 20-plus yards with these. Now, could he have broken a tackle and gone for more? Maybe. But, yeah, Debo shined today. <laughs> there are players with physicality that gets limited whenever you can't be physical. You took away their best trait, and that's what Debo is. But the one thing I can say, and I got this right here, capital F-A-S-T, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Debo looks fast. Not that he hasn't looked fast in the past. That's all I'm saying at all. I'm saying Debo looks crazy fast. Uh, you know, I players don't get up there and, you know, do the 40-yard <laughs> dashes and all that stuff, but if they did, Debo, I think, would be setting a new personal record for what he, you know, that dude, he looks unbelievable. Now, that's the first play. The very next play, Danny Gray kind of did a stutter step um, just straight down the left sideline, got 10 yards behind the defender, but something happened in the backfield. I was screaming. I was like, great, 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 but this was a Brock Purdy rep. The play kind of got blown dead, um, and yeah, he was animated, and he always is animated. This is a problem for Danny Gray, and this is something that he's going to have to fix. And if I was Shanahan or on that coaching staff, I'm going to say, look, man, I understand you're frustrated because you're not getting a lot of catches. He had a good day today. I thought Danny Gray had a really good day today. But you can't throw a hissy fit out there just because the ball didn't come to you there's lots of other stuff happening. Um, and so, like, that's one of the things, like, I want the player, I want Danny Gray to want the ball. I want Danny Gray to fight for it. I want the passion. I want all those things. But when you're out there and you're throwing a hissy fit and oh, doing all this stuff, who are you helping? You're not helping yourself. You're not helping Brock. You're not helping the team. So, like, that's one thing I want to see. But I, I think Danny Gray has had a really good camp, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, that, that one play, I was frustrated because he was wide 
wide open. I mean, he just, he, it was burnt. It was just burnt. Uh, yeah. So th that was huge. I, I see some rosy cheek comments. In <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was not in the sun today or any day at trading camp. There's overhead, you know, shaded areas. This is just natural, baby. <laughs> there we go. Shache. Yeah. He's just naturally rosy cheek. Yeah. It's been like this since I was a kid. It's what it is. Uh, I'll take it though. I ain't mad. I just like Christmas. Diego. Um, he says reps for the, uh, backup role should also be modified during preseason, right? Uh, seeing them live game action will tell more. Yeah. The way they handle those things, because do you put Brock out there for the first quarter, Trey second quarter, Sam third, you know, Brandon Allen fourth, who knows? I don't, I don't know how it's going to be, man. It, it's going to be a whole mess. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about that. It's just going to be a mess. Um, yeah, right here, David Jamison could be another undrafted free agent stake. There we go. He's looking promising. He really is looking promising. I'm very excited about him. Ugh, I'm really excited about him. Oscar. What's up, brother? He says, Hey JC, I know Mitchell CMC and Mason have the top three locked down. Um, have any other running backs impressed man? TDP did the first day receiving. He doesn't look as fast as the other running backs. And when they do that spread toss, you know, just the quick toss in the, you know, outside zone, he just immediately cuts back every time. And, you know, again, I was talking with Brad and Steph as it was going on. I was like, man, he is so quick to just cut back. Like he's not pressing the edge at all. Maybe they're telling him that, but the other running backs aren't doing that. And I, we saw that last year with him. I mean, he's a downhill physical runner, but that scares me. LeBorn, LeBorn's been fun. Uh, LeBorn hyped the crowd up today, which was interesting. And, you know, <laughs> he kept messing up. It was the, uh, what's the, the, the cha-cha slide or whatever. Yeah. Cha-cha-cha. Yep. You can hear it. I'm, I'm the best singer of all time. Uh, but he kept going the wrong way. It was like <laughs> to the right and he'd step to the left and bump into, you know, his teammate and all that stuff. It was funny. It, it was funny, but he was a good sport about, I think he shared it actually on his Instagram, the video that we did, which was cool. Um, so yeah, LeBorn shared one today. And so did Jair Brown. I had some clips of him going through drills and stuff, which was cool. But Man, to me, the running back pecking order, this does not reflect what the Niners think it is, but just for me, CMC head and shoulders above everybody. I would put Jordan Mason second, and then I'd put Elijah Mitchell right behind him, then a whole nother tier, and then it would be TDP, and it would be um, LeBorn, and then a Watt would be a whole nother tier down below that. That's just my take. That's not the rotation. That does not seem to reflect what the Niners are doing. They're higher on Elijah Mitchell. He's the number two, uh, clear cut. I don't think he, not necessarily I don't think he should be, but if I'm going off of what I've seen, Jordan Mason's the second best running back on this team. Um, not based on what we saw in the season, which I think would also say that, but what I've seen in training camp. that When Jordan Mason ran the ball today, you couldn't tell a lot of times because they're breaking huddle, okay? And so you're not way up, so you don't get to see all the players' numbers. So the offensive huddle, you can't tell who's on the backside of the huddle, which usually is the running back on the perspective we're at. So they break the huddle, they go to the line, and you're sitting there and you're doing this, and you're, you know, you're trying to figure out, okay, who's where? 
And a lot of times you could not make out before the play who the running back was. But as everybody's jogging back, then you're like, okay, that was so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. But when Jordan Mason goes in, you see defensive helmets pop back consistently. It is what, – what did I write? Um, let's yeah, – I, I said pure violence every single time uh, Mason runs the ball. It's, 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 it's different. The dude is just a wrecking ball, and he runs behind his pads, not under him. That's the difference, too, with TDP and Jordan Mason. That dude just – he is delivering blows – to the defenders, and you'll see, like, it's a whole combobulated mess in there, and you just start seeing 49ers' defense's heads do this, just like, boom, boom, because <laughs> he's just knocking the crap out of everybody. Um, and so that's kind of where I stand on that. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Right here, David, I read an article that said Brock got his arm hit today. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. It was Kerry Hyder, uh kind of stunted, I think, but – came right up into his grill and, you know, Brock goes to throw it and it was more of a pass block, but it was like, as he was letting it go, um, which I'm sure he got yelled at. I'm sure he got yelled at because it's just like, what the hell are you doing? I don't think he hit his arm. I don't think anything. It was pure contact with the ball. At least that's what it looked like from where I was at. But yeah, everybody was just like, Oh, did he hit Purdy? Like <laughs> Purdy was fine. No issues. They practiced through it and, you know, didn't even take a break or anything. But come on, man. I know Hyder's fighting for a job, but the quickest way to piss off your coach is to hit that quarterback, especially in that situation. Like, I know you need the pass breakup, and that's good for you. You got to stay away from that. Uh, <laughs> you got to stay for that. Uh, that. That's just what it is. So, all right, here we go. Let's let's keep going through some of these uh, things. Uh, Darnold went with the twos. Uh, Purdy, his first three plays of team, jet sweep, would have been a sack that a CMC run. So Purdy started off slow, and I was just like, Ugh, dang, that stinks. Then after that, um, Quantrez Knight got a pass breakup on Debo, probably one of the better defensive plays of the day. Um, Darnold threw a deep ball to Debo, kind of like a back shoulder. Quantrez Knight was with him step for step, got his hand, broke up the ball. It was awesome. Um Right after that, CMC, they did kind of a delay run where it's shotgun, right? And Darnold kind of stepped up like he was throwing, then handed the ball to CMC. And it was just like, good Lord. It, he probably got, you know, 10 plus yards before he even got touched. Just untouched. CMC is so freaking good. Uh, there's, again, another violence, Mason violence. I had another one. Lance hit Danny Gray on a skinny inside post. It was an inside release. Probably one of the bigger plays of the day. Uh, I would say the two probably biggest passes downfield today were from Trey Lance. Um, the two, the best play was Brock Purdy dumped down to CMC on an option route, you know, short pass, but it would have been a 70 yard touchdown. The linebackers kind of split and dumped down the option route, Texas route right over the middle. Very similar to you go back to the Jeff Wilson touchdown against the Cardinals, the walk off touchdown. You remember that one? That's what that was. It was the same play. Um, but as far as throwing the ball downfield, I thought Trey Lance had the two best. One was to Danny Gray. One was to Chris Conley. And it does seem like Trey Lance and Chris Conley kind of got a pairing because there's three days now. Trey Lance's best pass has been to Chris Conley, 17, who's a height, weight, speed freak. Uh, the year that Chris Conley came out of Georgia, I think he had the highest catch radius of anybody. I think he broke the record for the biggest vertical 
ever for a wide receiver at the combine. And so like there's wide receivers that pair with certain quarterbacks, right? It's like wine and steak or whatever. Like it's just what it is. So some things just go together. Chris Conley, Trey Lance, they go together. Uh, those big plays, they just pop. Um, yeah, Brock, uh, touchdown to CMC, option route, perfect pa uh, pocket, O-line did great. Elijah Mitchell, several catches in team today, which I did like. Most of them were check downs, but that's okay. Um, and then the fight happened. <laughs> and I don't know really what started it, but it, Elijah Mitchell made the catch. It was a big hit, and then everybody else got mad at each other, it seemed like. And Jawan Jennings, I saw Tay Martin. They were going at it, or not with each other, but they were going after the defense. Um, then after that, I saw Demo. I saw Quantrez Knight. It, it just, it was a whole thing. But at some point, Tay Martin got his helmet thrown off. He's rolling on the ground. They're the mob of 25 plus players, like starts to trip, like push to the, <laughs> to the, the fences. And, and anyway, they break it up. Shanahan pulls everybody together, calms everybody back down, and it was a long break. I mean, it was a several minute, let everybody chill out. Juwan Jennings chose not to. He was still, you'd see his head just, you know, he he, he wants all the smoke all the time. That's that's Juwan Jennings' favorite part of his game. It's just what it is. Uh, so anyway, they come back out. Um, Womack had an awesome play. You know, they checked down to the running back of the flats, which they were doing a lot today. And... Womack made a nice play. Darnold, decent scramble for a couple yards. Purdy, and this is where Purdy kind of had his back-to-back -back terrible plays. He goes back in with the ones after that. He grounds the ball to Warner or Fumagalli. There's 88 and 89, and they roll up their freaking jersey. So that it looks the same. I don't know who it was. It might have been Fumagalli. I don't want to be incorrect there, but it's one of those two. It was kind of a, like a 10-yard out route. And, I mean, that ball hit 5 to 10 yards before the tight end. It was a terrible ball. Terrible ball. Very next play gets intercepted by Drake Greenlaw. So you had this early on. Purdy hadn't had a lot of success yet. And as far as practice and team goes, gets the interception right after another bad pass. And it was just like, Ooh, ah, let's see what happens. Then Trey Lance comes in his first time um, since the fight. Quick outlet pass to the running back versus a blitz. They blitz the Sam backer, and he recognizes it and just quickly dumps it out. I was jumping up for joy because this is where Trey Lance has to improve. Brock's got that part down. I ain't worried about Brock with that. He, he just gets the ball out quick. But Trey has struggled with this, and this was the first time today, but he did it again where it was a quick blitz, and I think Steve Wilkes is doing him a favor. Because he's blitzing Trey Lance. And say, man, you got to know your hot routes and you got to get that ball out quick. And Trey was very, very efficient at that. Uh, the deep balls weren't there. Again, I think the, the deepest pass completion was maybe 14 air yards today. Maybe. Uh, that's being generous. Might have be, only been 10. But I like that Trey checked it down quick. Rookie tight ends just not getting much playing time. So there we go. Team's over. That's the first session of team. And they break and then they go to special teams. Um, so that's the first part of practice, you know, during the, they practice kickoff return today. And I thought that was interesting because they've been working punts almost exclusively. The kickoff returners, uh, Ray, Ray McLeod, Deshaun Jameson, Danny Gray, Ronnie Bell, and Daz Newsom. Those were the five returners that were rotating on kickoff return. 
And I think that's kind of the depth chart. Curious to see where Ronnie Bell fits there. Um, and the quarterbacks just go over to their own side of the field at this point. No wide receivers know anything except for Kyle Juszczyk. Kyle Juszczyk was with them, which which is interesting because Kyle Juszczyk last year was on kickoff and kickoff return the whole time. So I'm curious if they're going to finally get him off of special teams, which he deserves. But anyway, he's playing pitch and catch with the quarterbacks. And Kyle Juszczyk goes about 35 yards downfield on the sideline. And the quarterbacks just like three straight throws each to Kyle Juszczyk down the field, kind of deep balls. And it was during that time, it was it was so evident just what these different quarterbacks bring to the table whenever it comes to this quote-unquote deep ball. Um, and so I just started taking notes what I noticed on each one of them. What's up? The Godfather, Nicholas Parra. What's up, man? Thank you for the super chat. He says, what's up, my brother? Thanks again for providing with the providing us with an honest take on training camp. So glad you represented us with class. You're the best. Man, thank you. Uh, appreciate that, dude. That is very kind words. And I'm excited to hang out in Pittsburgh. Um, now here's what I got. Okay. These were my initial takeaways because each quarterback went through about four or five deep throws. Then juice went to the other side, four or five deep throws each all while the specialty, it was just nonchalant, but you could tell the style of quarterback play and the style of thrower Lance by far looked the best and it wasn't even close, but this is where Lance should shine. He has the strongest arm by a mile. Um, it just looked easy. A couple of them fluttered, you know, not perfect spirals all the time, but it's just low and on a rope. Darnold, that dude, he spins it. And so, you know, you can hear it sometimes when you hear a quarterback that has that revolutions. The ball spins three times as fast with Darnold. That's why he always has that perfect spiral. And I've been around him a few times where, man, you hear it if that ball goes past your head. So you've got the strongest arm is Lance. The best motion, that's Sam Darnold in the Revolutions. Then you get Purdy with that kind of quick short stop. You know, lack of strength shows because it's a high arc, which is not really what you want. You could thank Drew Brees, but Drew Brees was an anticipatory deep ball thrower. Just really haven't seen it too much with Brock Purdy. And But the elbow looked good. I mean, you're talking four straight 35, 40-yard throws. There's, there's no issues there. The elbow is fine. And then you get Allen, Brandon Allen, um, crazy arc. I think he might have less <laughs> arm strength than, uh, what's his name, Brock Purdy, which is crazy to me. And that's that's saying something. That's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. Uh, now, I talked to you guys about this earlier. Here we go. We're, we're freaking going to Pittsburgh. We got 12 games this year. And if you are going to a game, you got to come out and party with us, guys. We're going to have such a good time. And if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, this is how you do it. Going to 49ers games is awesome. But what's even better than that is going to 49ers games with the faithful joining the community. And we got you covered. The 49ers Rush Road Trip is going into its fourth year of bringing the faithful together. Night before parties, tailgates the day of. We got you covered. Go get your tickets at 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. All right, all right. So then, after all that period, they go back to team number two. Um, and this was fun, because this is... The energy level just kept increasing, and the offense just kept getting better and better. Right off the bat, Purdy goes deep, kind of a back shoulder fade to Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Demo pass interference call. Uh, he was with them step for step. Demo, great coverage. Just the ball was short, and Ayuk came back to it. 
and pass interference was there. Elijah Mitchell had a really nice run, 10-plus yards, which I really liked. Uh, Ronnie Bell, nice in route. He had three catches today. Ronnie Bell had a day from Darnold. Um, Purdy to Debo on a shallow crosser. Again, I wrote it again. Debo is capital F-A-S-T, uh, fast. Trey Lance deep out to Conley versus the Blitz. Man, that was awesome. Uh, maybe my favorite play of the day. And a lot of it is just we know that Brock can check it down. We know what Sam Darnold is. I want to see Trey Lance quick decision-making. That's the number one thing I want from quarterbacks. I think it's Brock's job. But there have been several times today where I thought, man, Trey Lance is not improving very much. But as the practice went on, I thought that he did better and better. Bell back-to-back catches. Um, yeah, I mean, he he had a he had a nice little stretch there. Donald to Isaiah Winstead on a deep end breaking route. Isaiah Winstead keeps showing up in my notes, guys. Number two, East Carolina. I, I freaking love it. I absolutely love it. I put good camp day for number two. That dude. Is he going to make the roster? Probably not. But again, it's another player that provides something. And he is showing everybody that he belongs in this freaking camp. Will he make the roster? I don't know. But keep an eye out. Isaiah Winstead. Dude belongs. Um, Conley blocks so hard. Had a great day. I'm telling you, Chris Conley, these wide receivers, there's a bunch of them. And so, you know, your depth chart, Ayuk, Debo, Jennings, those are your three. Ray Ray's making it because of special teams, and he had a lot of good plays today, too. After that, you pick your poison. Danny Gray, Ronnie Bell, Chris Conley, Isaiah Winstead, Tay Martin. You've got these guys that are freaking fighting for maybe one spot, maybe two. I think a lot of you... It, it, a lot of it will be, <laughs> I hate to say it, if Trey Lance was the clear number one, Chris Conley and Danny Gray get a huge bump. But he's not the number one quarterback currently. And so, you know, can Conley get some big plays with Purdy? Can Danny Gray get some big plays with Purdy? Because you got to match strength and style. And so that's such a weird facet of this 53-man roster how do those guys fit? How do they fit? Um, yeah, oh, right here. What's up, Vicky? How you doing? Yes, Trey and the quick braid. Show me that on your toes mentality, baby, bro. I love that. Yeah, and today was a huge positive. The thing for Trey today, and almost all the quarterbacks besides Purdy who threw that uh, clear interception Trey Greenlaw, negatives weren't there. Negatives weren't there. Bad plays weren't there. And so that's huge. Oh, what's up, Sin? How we doing? I love it. All right, let's see here. Daryl Johnston, um, you know, he's number 66 on defense. He's one of the latest arrivals. He had two pass breakups today, which was nice. Uh, Purdy checked down to Law 2. I was like, yay, Law 2 showing up in team, and then he fumbles the ball. Uh, literally runs up, immediately punched out. Bad body language afterwards. I, I've i already talked about Law 2. I don't, I don't want to continue on the negativity there. Purdy. Nice crosser to Debo again. Did that twice. Ayuk, good day. No home runs. Um, defense was definitely putting their focus on Brandon Ayuk, who's been the best player in camp to this point. And I put, man, quarterback's much better in second period. I thought practice was over. I, you know, they, they break, the period ends, whatever else. They're kind of hanging around. I start packing up my stuff. I'm like, all right, I'm going to head back. And sure enough, as soon as I'm doing that, I'm like, ooh. I think we're getting a third team period, baby. 
Uh, and what it was was now it was time for chain moving. And so you literally start on the opposite 40 and first down, second down. If you get a first down, you keep going. So Purdy got one, Lance got one, and Darnold got one. So you had three separate drives. This would go relatively quickly. The Purdy first drive with the ones, CMC run, um, got like 12 yards. <laughs> Easy. Right after that, Purdy to Kyle use check for five. Mitchell tossed for negative two yards. Dre Greenlaw is so good. Um, then it was third and six. Pass to Ayuk first, the blitz. Um, but it was too short. And it, so it was kind of the dump off route, the hot route. The blitz came in. He just got the ball out quick. You know, the and as soon as Ayuk caught it, it was boom, defender right there. Fourth and three. So it's fourth and three. They go for it. And that's the one where the pass breakup took place. Another pass breakup took up, and it was turnover on down. So that was Brock Purdy's drive. Then you go Lance in the twos. Okay, this is drive number two. I couldn't tell who the damn running back was. It was a mess. It was negative one yard. Crosser to Ray Ray for four yards. Um, then it was an end breakers. Then third and seven, Ray Ray gets eight yards. Perfect pass. Awesome. You know, you're talking third and seven, eight-yard completion just past the sticks, first down. Mason run for two. Quick throwback um, to the running back. This was the same play that Drake Jackson got a pass breakup yesterday because Steve Wilkes is blitzing. Blitz play side backer, straight side backer. And the 49ers released their running back on a rail route, and Alex Barrett was the backside in. So Barrett's got to turn and run with the running back. And guess what? We saw it again. Another pass breakup by a defensive end. It's just perfect coverage. And Alex Barrett showed out big time. Now the problem was, um, so that happens. So then it's third and 13. You get a 12-yard pass to Tay Martin, but it's short of the sticks. Third and 13 is hard to convert. Uh, there was some like false start or a penalty or something in there. I couldn't see what happened, but it backed him up. So then it's fourth and one, and he puts a field goal unit out there, kicks a field goal. So for Trey Lance's second drive with the twos, decent drive, couple first downs. They got a field goal. Then drive three with Sam Darnold. Um, you had a run for six yards, run for one yard. Third down, Gray hit a nice just kind of stick route for a first, run for two yards. Dar uh, Sam Darnold scrambled for five. Then they kicked a field goal because it was a little short. So that kind of wrapped up practice. So you had three drives, you know, one turnover on downs, two field goals. Um, Jake Moody looked good. He kicked today. He didn't kick yesterday, but he did today, and I thought that that was good. So anyway, that is all of the uh, the camp notes I got, man. And y'all got to let me know. Some people reached out, and I appreciated that. Somebody literally asked me, can you just read through your notes for us? And I was like, yeah, I could do that and see how it goes. So let me know if you like this. Uh, always take suggestions. Email me anytime. 49ers Rush Podcast. Um, yeah, 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com. Patreon people always answer first. Uh, support the show. That's huge. Um, we are going to have our bets of the year coming up. Probably in about two weeks we'll do that. Right now, just all I care about is 49ers. But I'll take time once the preseason begins, and I'll go through and do my full betting breakdown. I'll share some of those bets on here. But all of our bets for this upcoming future are going to be on the Jerry Rice tier over on Patreon. That's going to be huge. If you've bet with us, we have made money. Uh, I think we're at this will be our fifth year. So four straight years, we have posted big-time profits because I bet what I know. 
And I know 49ers, and we spend the time. And speaking of knowing 49ers, there's nobody better than this guy. Ant! I had a good time talking with Ant a couple days this week. He's the best there is. If you have not, I don't care what you are doing right now, wherever you're on your phone or whatever, just type in 49ers Cutback. If you like this show, you will love 49ers Cutback. It is my go-to 49ers show whenever I don't listen to my own show, but it's my number one show. No negativity, straight ball, answer coach, great man. Got to meet his wife, Jessica. She was incredible out there make, getting videos as well. So go check out 49ers Cutback, please, because this dude, I'm telling you, man, he, he's the best of the bunch. That, that's all there is to it. He, he's incredible. That's going to do it for us today. Another training camp tomorrow. I'll be up bright and early, <laughs> be out there, and we'll do another day. Now, I do have to say this as far as the John and Wayne show. Tomorrow morning, I'll be at camp. So we're going to push the John and Wayne show to Wednesday, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So Wednesday, we'll still have our John and Wayne show. So that's going to be over there. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here. Fun times. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. The whole idea was to make you feel like you were at camp. I know it's probably a little boring, but <laughs> I think it's beneficial uh, to know what's going on with all these things there in the play-by-play. -play. So until next time, thank you. Stay strong, faithful. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? 
We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.